Josh, this episode of Bromley Lynch is brought to you by Jealous Craig and Ballarat. Send they're looking after us and they will look after you. For buying, selling, renting any house in Ballarat, use Jealous Craig. Hello, Jake speaking. Who's this, sorry? Uh, Jake speaking. Jake. Jake, uh, my name's Josh. I'm here with my brother, Sam. We do a podcast, and it's and it's a weird one, but we ring a random person and ask them a question. We're just wondering if you could answer a question. Uh, sure. <laughs> what love to. What love to. world record would you love to break? Um, I'd like to be able to run quick. I'm very slow, so I'd like to, I'd like to be the fastest man alive. That would be pretty good. Really? Mm. Yeah, I think that'd be a nice something, a little thing to hang out on. Did you read the Guinness World Book, uh, Guinness World Record book ever when you were a student? I think I bought I bought one every year. I reckon until I was about twelve. Yeah, I love that. There was something beautiful yeah. about the big big pictures and the the big yeah. writing. Yeah, it's um, it's like the it's like it's the equivalent of a Tom Ford book on your coffee table, but for a twelve year old, really. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jake. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, you take care of yourself. Thanks, mate. Sam, Bromley Lynch is like the morning paper. It's got your personal column, it's got your news, and it's got your quiz, Josh. This, this is Bromley Lynch. Lynch. Josh, how do you feel when you are planning on catching a train and you get to the station and it says trains have been replaced by buses um you're sort of building up all your resilience there i reckon yeah don't you reckon especially if it's the start of your working day like what part of the week are we in uh, let's go midweek 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 in, in the midweek right i think that's better than a monday yeah that week could only be shit from there on in. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> like it was I, I remember going once on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday to yeah. the train. And I thought, I'm going to catch this train. Mm. I'm going to do some work on the train. Yeah. I might have a snooze on the train. Snoof. And yeah. as soon as I got there, there was, I could see the, the person guiding people away from the train to the bus. And, and I just, <laughs> there was a roundabout in front of him and I just did a Yui and I drove down to Melbourne. <laughs> I said, so there's you not knew. a chance. I you knew. knew. You knew. I knew. Because the issue is, and I don't mean to gripe about um, public transport. Battery charging here. Uh, they go through every, like every station that oh, the train yeah. is supposed to. Mm. But it, unfortunately for the highway, it's not quite as direct as the, the train line. No. And it doesn't hit the station. That's why we call it a bypass. Exactly right. So you pass them. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly Sam. Right. Yeah, that's true. Sam, last week... It was one of those great moments as a teacher, okay? As you can know, as you know, I'm a teacher. It was one of those days where there was a fire evacuation drill practice. They were great as a as a student because it was 10 minutes out of your class <laughs> that you it could was. go for a walk and chat to your mates. Chat to your mates, walk around. You yeah. know nothing's actually wrong yep. um, because the teacher was warning, it's just a drill, it's just a drill. And But for me, Sam, it... It's the first one I've had, I think, for a while, actually, mm-hmm. just because of lockdowns, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it was, okay, we've got the kids and this is the time of the fire alarm. So I knew the time. I think it was 12.15. At 12.12, two girls put up their hand and said, can we go to the toilet? And I, and I like, 
No, no, no. They started walking out of class. Sorry, they started walking out of class. Like, Girls, where are you going? They don't just walk out of my class. Okay? No, they, <laughs> they do. do. They did this day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, girls, where are you going? They're like, oh, we're going to the toilet. Is that all right? I said, no, nah, it's not all right. Actually, <laughs> for the first time in my teaching career, I said, no, it's not all right to go to the toilet. Yeah. Telling a 17 year old they can't go to the toilet is quite like imagine being a 17 and teen told you can't go to the toilet. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like, is that a basic human right? Absolutely. It has to be, doesn't yeah. it? So Remember we needed, not to grow up in our school, we needed pink slips and you need to like sign your diary and stuff yeah. to go to the toilet. Yeah. Permission to take a wee. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? But so I said, girls, you can't go. You can't go. And they're like, what do you mean? What do you mean we can't go? I'm like, you just can't go. You can't go. And they said, we're going to the toilet. Of course we can go. And I said, girls, you can't go. You just can't. And they're like. Josh, what's going on? What's what's happening? They call me Josh. Yeah. What's going on? They sat you down. Yeah. Josh, what's really going what's on? What's really going on? <laughs> I said there's a few issues going on here. <laughs> <laughs> How long you got? <laughs> and so I was like, they knew something was up. And I'm like, and like they were sort of out of class, so I didn't want the rest of the class to hear it because yeah. you want to, as a teacher, you want to prepare them. The surprise. Well, you know, the element of surprise in yeah. a fire drill is, is that's the main reason you do it. Yeah, because you don't know what's going yeah. on. So I'm like, girl, there's a fire drill. Yeah. There's a fire drill. Just don't tell anyone. So, there's a fire drill? When? <laughs> as loud as the as fire drill. As loud as a fire drill. I see in two minutes there's a fire drill. But then the fire drill took place and like they just found out, so pretty much the whole practice was abandoned for yeah. me like because we want to prepare our soldiers for battle is, is it not yeah uh, it's a good you know it's definitely a good analogy <laughs> comparing uh a fire drill in a safe suburban school to going over to battle <laughs> yeah but we want to prepare them sam yeah absolutely so then we're walking down and it was a fresh day it was a really cold day some of the like, i've got some good good people in my class they're funny and we're walking down to the gym where we all meet and one of the guys says, it's freezing. And I heard, he's like, he's like it's freezing. Where's this fire at? It needs some warmth. <laughs> he was aiming for the fire. Oh, he was like, where's the fire at? Where is it? And like, I, I lost it. Yeah. Like, I thought that was one of the funniest things. But then it was pissing rain as yeah. well. And one of the kids yells out in the middle of the gym, like, day for it. <laughs> but Sam... It took me back to when there was an actual. Um, was there one of them when we went to school? No, I'm, I can't quite recall. We had a lot of fire drills. We so did. They were very, very uh, prepared. Uh, yeah, I think. Very prepared. I wonder why. I have no idea. Just in case there's a fire. Big campus. Yeah, big campus. But, Sam, I remember there was one at a school I used to teach at. Lovely. It was a great school. I love teaching there. I won't say what the name was, but it was, it was, it was a rough school. Yeah, rough. You know it. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. And one day there was a lockdown. Yeah. So this is before lockdowns were cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so there was a lockdown. And like I'm eating, I think I was like tuna. It was, it was lunchtime. Tuna so, rice day. So lunchtime for a teacher is, okay, you know, we're just relaxing. Unless you're on duty. Unless you're on duty. Then it's like, oh, far out, this is harder than teaching. <laughs> you yeah. know, a lockdown, Sam. It's lockdown is when... Um, Something's happened in the school. Someone might be trying to intrude the school uh, and you have to lock down, get the students in the classroom, under the tables, wherever it might be, okay? So one day I'm heating up my tuna, uh, heating up my rice, tuna and rice. I love that. That was like a really beautiful time of the day. Tuna, rice, bit of a smoothie, whatever it might be. All of a sudden 
the sirens go. I said, what's that? Like, I didn't even know. <laughs> like, how are the kids going to know if I didn't know? And then one of the staff's like, oh, it's a, lo- it's a lockdown. It's a lockdown. I'm like, is that a drill or is this real? And she's like, no, it's real. And I'm like, holy shit, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's actually happening? I actually sort of shit myself. Yeah. There was a guy with apparently a knife out the front of the school. Sweet. Yeah, which is great. So, you know, teachers meant to be tough. <laughs> On the inside, I'm shitting myself, Sam. Absolutely, absolutely you are. packing myself. And you know what's the saying where the duck underwater? Oh yeah, like yeah, the duck like, looks calm. Yeah, it on looks top. calm on top. I'm like, kids, go inside, go inside, go inside. Underneath is a man that's genuinely shitting himself. <laughs> that there's a there's a knife wielding person in the school grounds. So the drills you need them, Sam. They're essential, absolutely, for they practice. Are. They are. Is it not? Absolutely. Do you have them at work? No, but we just moved into a new building. I'm sure there will be at some point. There'd just be a be chance one. for everyone to go out and have a cigarette and a coffee. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so they'll be happy. People will be happy to go out there. Um, but no, I, I always refer back to the and remember the days of the the pilgrimage to the to the main oval at school. Yeah, when the fire alarm would go off and yeah. there'd be a practice. And there was always that teacher with the um, just to show his authority. I remember the teacher having the. The cane, yeah. like he walked with the walking stick. Yeah. Is that a sign of authority? A bit of a sign of authority. Yeah. A bit of a sign of authority. Josh, we've had a lot of correspondence from our topic last week about foods you eat while you're driving, comfort, taste, all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went to the socials and asked people uh, what they enjoyed to eat in yeah. the cars. Yeah. And I've just got a couple of responses that I'd like to go through. And thank you to everyone sending them through. This is good because we're sort of building a community. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. We all love food. Yeah. We love driving. We like going to places and we like having food in our mouth. Yeah. Once a kind of time. Once a When you pick time. up a pizza and have a cheeky slice on the way home. Now, this is something I can really relate to because yeah. one, I don't do it with pizza, but I do it with fish and chips. So you oh, poke yeah. a little hole yeah. in the fish and chips. Yeah. And it stays warm, but you just go for the chips. Mother Jenny. Let's do that. Yeah. M.A. Robertson, 24 nuggets with sweet and sour dipping sauce. That's interesting. I wonder now, what is the it ease nu- is with the nug. Yeah. Because you're picking up. That's fine. Tempting fate a little bit, putting it in the little sweet, sweet and sour, sour containers sauce. that can go everywhere. Yeah. Cause and now sticky. They're sticky. Sticky. This is what I was thinking. So if you pick up the nugget and it's too stuck yeah. and then it gets to a certain height, it, it can fall and, and turn 180 yeah. and then all of a sudden you've got a mess on your hands. But I like it. Is it nugget per kilometre yeah. sort of stuff? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Maybe two per Maybe kilometer. nuggets. It depends on the day. M.A. Robertson, is he doing two per K or one per K? At Rach Weatherly. Shapes, chips, and toast. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a that's and th- I will say I'm At not reading. Time. I'm not reading all of these out, but yeah. shapes and chips were were big, were big. Shapes, chips, and toast. But same time, same time. But toast gets say toast gets very um very messy. But I do like in having some toast when you're a bit rushed in the morning. What I would like to know is, has anyone ever done like a full course meal? <laughs> In the car. So, like, okay, so we're in it for the long haul. We're yeah. going from Mildura to Bendigo or whatever it might oh, be. Josh, countless so, times. So, we, we, I reckon we do that a but bit imagine on the way from it, footy. Okay, so imagine some parts of the world, what there's what would be like. Cheese platter. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone ever done a cheese platter, prepared themselves a cheese platter before they went anywhere? With, with like, cut salary. Cut yeah. salary. Yeah. You know, you've got to still cut the cheese. Surely no one's cutting the cheese while driving. You never know, Josh. <laughs> People are up to some remarkable things. Uh, at Elsa Mangan, 
and Tristan Carts both said popcorn chicken. Popcorn chicken. Yeah, popcorn chicken. Just yeah. a popcorn chicken. Yeah. And MJ Elderly, scalding hot foe to the brim. What? I know. No. Bare-legged. What? Bare-legged. Did yeah. he say bare-legged? <laughs> he said bare-legged. Are you serious? I know. This guy's got a freaking death, death warrant. Yeah, he does. Yeah, doesn't he? Does. he? He's, he's taking on life. M- uh, MJ Elderly. Are you serious? I know. I think he's the only. I think he could be the only person to say I've eaten a foe while driving. Foe is an extremely and hard thing to food. eat on a table. Yeah, let alone in a car. Hot filled to the brim and hot. This is what I'm talking about. Because as soon as you get a drop of that heat, like your uh, your legs are moving. <laughs> yeah, you know, your legs are moving. And then all of a sudden, the, the fur is going everywhere. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you to everyone for for uh, jumping in and. Giving their response. Should everyone go out and try eating a foe in the car? No, no, because there'd be <laughs> it'd be on the news, <laughs> and we've been very careful not to try and spread the podcasters bit. tell everyone to eat foe. Yeah, better than some of the other stuff you see on the Rash news. rates right. <laughs> Trust me, uh, Josh. We've got a very special guest in terms of uh, a bit of an icon of the of the show. Yeah, uh, and that is David Rush, our yep. record breaking. Machine, so yep. we're, we're going to have a chat to him. I sort of feel like when a footy camp, like AFL footy camp, used to come to school, yeah, and like your favourite player was coming, yeah, that excitement is the same as what I've got right now, yeah, because he's sort of what would you call him? He's this icon that's a bit mysterious, mysterious. but he's not because he puts out so much content. Enigma. We just want to know. We want to know why. Simon Sinek, start with why. Josh, very exciting uh, times here on Bromley Lynch. We have a bit of an icon yeah. of the podcast uh, joining us today from Boise, Idaho. Our record-breaking machine, David Rush, is joining us uh, from Boise, Idaho. David, welcome to the Bromley Lynch podcast. Hey, Josh and Sam. Thanks for having me on. No no worries. It's, a, it's an absolute privilege. Now, we just want to ask a few questions because when we do put up a few different bits of content about you, David, we get, we get a lot of feedback yep. and we just thought we want to do this for the listeners. Like, How did you get into the record-breaking business? So I break Guinness World Records to promote STEM education, science, technology, engineering, math. You give students this tangible example that if you set your mind to a goal, believe in yourself and pursue it with passion, you can accomplish virtually anything. And I've been promoting STEM education for about a dozen years. And it was, you know, 2015, a little earlier, actually, that I decided, hey, I want to create this tangible example to make this example more real for students. Because I, I grew up in the Idaho public education system, wasn't smart enough for the gifted program. Uh, but I kept working hard, and eventually I was offered admission to, uh, to MIT, it's the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, where I got my electrical engineering degree. But I wasn't even smart enough for the gifted program, and a, a student will struggle with science or fail at math. They, I can never become an engineer. And the answer is with a growth mindset, yes, you can. And I broke a world record to prove it, and then another one and another, and you know I'm 200 plus later, here I am. So what was that first record that you broke, the world record? The first record that I was trying to break was the fastest half mile run while juggling. And, uh, and so I was running while juggling three balls, trying to break two minutes, 13 seconds for a half mile. And I trained for about two years to break that record. I ran over 2000 miles, short runs, long runs, wind sprints, time trials. I ran into my legs burned and my lungs were on fire. And I kept running more because I wanted to break the Guinness world record. Title. Well, long story short, at the end of that two years, I hurt my knee. And uh, it meant I couldn't run anymore. <laughs> and so I had an option. Am I going to give up on my dream of breaking world records or I'm going to pivot to something else? And what I decided, hey, I just ran for a couple of hundred hours doing the basic three-ball juggling cascade. 
I'm so consistent at it. I can do it with my eyes closed. Why don't I try to stand in one place and see how long I can do it? And so the previous record was six minutes and 29 seconds for longest duration blindfolded juggling. And I juggled for six minutes and 34 seconds to break my first Guinness World Records title. That is quite incredible. Like you're talking about how you're advocating for STEM. So as a kid, like in Australian schools, when you go to a school here in the library, there's always the Guinness Book of World Record books. Was that the same in America? Were you into the Guinness World Records as a kid or was it something that just happened later in life for you? No, it's totally the same thing as a kid. You look at those books and you're like, hey, these people are amazing. They have something I don't have. I wish I could be like that. They're so cool. And that was my mindset when I was a kid. But as an adult, I realized, hey, I was when I was 30 years old, I had zero Guinness World Records. What changed wasn't my physical abilities. It was my mindset. Of, I could become like that person if I work hard after a goal and pursue it. How many world records do you hold now, just out of curiosity? Because I know it's it's always evolving, your uh, feats. Yeah, so there's to hold a record, what you have to do is you break it. And, and most of the time, you break it with video evidence and submit it off to Guinness for them to validate it. So if you submit it, have it validated, and then don't have somebody else break it, that would be what you currently hold, and that changes all the time. Total broken is well over 200, but actual currently active held titles i think is about 130 that's incredible that's a record in itself isn't it i don't i don't believe so i think there's two other people on the list ahead of me right now oh what? my god are you sort of reaching for them are you are you is your target to beat them with the amount of re- records you have you know they've been at it a lot longer than i have like decades versus i, I think i'm about almost seven years in now um, so I haven't set that as my goal yet because once I set a goal, I want to make sure I get to it. Right now, my goal is to break on average about one a week. Wow, oh, wow. one a week. Yeah, that's incredible. What's been like the most difficult one to to break or to crack, David? And is there ones that you've you've failed in and failed in and failed in and yet to complete, or um, is that still a work in progress? I mean, there there are definitely varying spectrum of difficulty with the records for me, and I I rank the records I break on a, a scale of easy medium hard and impossible and easy is like i think this is a record somebody else in this room could probably break right now medium is anybody could break this with practice hard is okay if you're an expert in the field you could certainly break this with a dedicated effort and impossible are those records like i'm the only person in the world i think that can do this right now and there's just a couple of records in that impossible category uh and those include the, you know, the world's fastest juggling the most juggling catches in it uh and then the two that i think are just even harder than that are the, the world's I'm the world's fastest running while juggling blindfolded. Oh, and I have the record for the fastest mile run while juggling blindfolded and the fastest 100-meter dash while running and juggling blindfolded. And for the 100 meters, you got to stay in your lane. That's tough. That's really tough. Now, a lot of the, the records that I've watched you break, you, you do have like an assistant with you in a lot of them. You, do you have to put a lot of trust into these people to, to help contribute to that record? You know, for most of those where I've got an assistant, I'm the one holding the sword. So, um, <laughs> so a lot of them I broke into my neighbor across the street. His name is Jonathan Hannon. And we met when he moved in about four and a half years ago. And he's a, he's a interesting character, funny guy. He also happens to be an athlete, uh, used to play baseball and is ambidextrous. So there's a lot of like most things caught in a minute or most things sliced in a minute. And so he can throw stuff at me, but he can throw them two handed very consistently. And so, uh, we've broken a lot of records for catching, slicing, um, you know, catching blindfolded, slicing while juggling knives, those sorts of things. And, and he's, he's dedicated, puts in the practice, puts in the effort, 
um, and then he trusts me when I'm holding a knife not to slice him in half. So it's it's interesting because you know like when you usually when you're hanging out with neighbours it's like a neighbourhood barbecue or something like that but you guys are sort of hanging out and just breaking all sorts of, sorts of records throwing marshmallows to each other and <laughs> doing all that sort of stuff. Well, ironically, he's downstairs right now where I just did a barbecue. <laughs> Tonight it is just barbecue hanging out, but for the rest of the time, yeah, we're breaking records. Yeah, I love uh, the record. Was he throwing the marshmallows to you? Most marshmallows in the mouth, and then. Like while you're balancing or something, was that him? Um, well, I think you might be conflating three different records there. But he did th- he did the record for most marshmallows caught in the mouth in a minute. He was throwing them. Yeah. My brother-in-law did the one where he was shooting the marshmallows off a catapult. That's the one, the catapult. Um, yeah. And then and then we've broken several. Like I had the most the most catches in the minute with uh, grapes while juggling. Yes. So he's done that one. Um, and then there's the other ones like the most kiwi fruit sliced in a minute with a samurai sword while standing on top of Swiss ball. Neighbor Jonathan was throwing the kiwis for that one. Yeah, the, well, the one that I find most incredible, David, is the 111 t-shirts for a half marathon. Like that, is, like I've ran a, a marathon and I couldn't imagine or like how difficult that would be with 111 t-shirts. <laughs> it was. It was not one of the more pleasant ones I've done. It was excruciating. I could imagine, and when you're in the moment, like you, like no, like you could obviously go with the fixed mindset of no nah, i don't really want to complete this but then on obviously just like no nah, i've got to push through like what is it what's the, what's the brain telling you there to to try and push through well, well yeah the first thing to do is is do the training to have a confidence that i'm gonna do it and and because putting on a bunch of t-shirts is really time consuming and actually difficult to train the way i train is i would put on you know maybe seven or eight t-shirts uh, like five jackets a coat a rain jacket to make sure it was waterproof and then and then a hat uh, and then, and then I'd wear like a backpacking backpack with 30 pounds of weight in it. And that's how I run simulating it, but that take a lot less time to practice for. And also when I'm wearing that my mini t-shirts is really constricting. It's like claustrophobic. Yeah. And so I have a bit of claustrophobia. And so I, I, one of the times I started overheating and I wanted to get out of the shirts. And at that point you are stuck. You cannot get out. It's like being buried alive in a, in a, in a casket. And you're like, you want to get out and you can't that claustrophobic panic attack feeling. And so I really had to work on suppressing that so I didn't totally freak out because there's, there's no way to get out of the t-shirts once they're on. Once I get about 30 t-shirts on, I can't, I can't take any of them. Well, I can't put any more on myself or take them off myself. That is crazy. That is insane. Now, you talked about sort of some of the, the classes that you identify as the records at. You know, Josh and I have, have obviously taken a, a, a heavy interest in, in your um, exploits and we're wondering for some advice on what records do you think that we could potentially go after or just one record? What is one that like, if we put our mind to it, like you said at the start, really tried hard and tried to, to break. What, what is a record you think we could try and go for? So I, I do have one for you. Here's, here's one. It's the, it's the most water moved in 30 seconds with your hands. This is the one I've actually, I've tried to break it twice. Both times I've failed. I don't actually hold the record, but I, I was I was disqualified based on technicalities. One of the times, one of the uh, containers that I was throwing the water into, it was taped to the table, but it shifted back and forth a little bit, so it crossed the line from the meter, and I didn't notice it until I'd after submitted the evidence. And the other time, I did it on uh, you know the back porch a cement patio, and the rules specified that the record needed to take place on a table, and they're like, well, this the cement flat cement space isn't a table, so it doesn't qualify. And uh, so I, so I never held that record, but that's one you would absolutely break. All you do is got to get the right equipment for it. 
do it, Josh. Which yeah. is a container that's wide enough and uh, and narrow enough at the same time. I think that's a challenge, Sam. I think it is a challenge. That's that's what it's a, it's a record that's meant to be broken. That's yeah, for sure. It is. Um, David, like when you have you been able to separate yourself and like go into schools and promote yourself in terms of this and the growth mindset? Because I know Australian schools here are big on it. Have you been able to do the same through American schools? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole, I mean, the, the reason for breaking the world records is both to bring importance to STEM education as well as I've got a whole talk that goes along talking about my story of not being smarted for the gifted program, going off to MIT and then working for a cool technology startup here in Boise that I joined as, you know, the first product manager, been there about 12 years. In 2020, we were acquired by Ericsson um, and a technology exit, like, so dream career afterwards. Uh, and then I go, you know, go to schools and talk to students about it and I juggle and tell my story and, and show off the records and sometimes break records to get the students uh, jazzed and excited about it. That's great. Now, um, David, we did ask you about a record that we could break, but there's a record that you have, I believe, at the moment with um, having a balloon on your face for the fastest, was it 10 or 20 metres? Um, and I, re- I, I reckon that's something meters, that Josh yeah. and I really want to try and, and try and break. I recommend you go for the water one. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying the balloon on the face is a bit difficult. You know what? I will take advice from you, David, because you are very experienced in this field, that's for sure. Um, but I, yeah, whatever you do, I believe you can break it if you if you pursue it and practice and work hard and don't tell yourself you can't do it. Sam, I reckon that's all we need. Like we just need to talk to ourselves, support each other, and yeah. I reckon we can break some records. I reckon you're getting a little bit protective about the <laughs> balloon on the face one, David. Well, I will try my best to try and uh, break that one. But I, I did watch that, and it looked so, like it took a fair bit of time. Yeah, so funny story there. So that is one of those ones that I thought was going to be easy. Honestly, I thought this is going to be so easy to so, And I tried it a bunch of times, and I couldn't get it. So I actually gave up, and I didn't try it again for about two years. And then it's like, okay, it's time to break this one. I got to do a record this week. I haven't done one. Let me get this done. And so I did break it. And I, it's not it's not quite in the easy category, but it's definitely in the easier end of the medium category. So I, I believe if you go after it, you will break that record. I think we want to go with that one, Sam. I think that's good. I think we're going to try and get some competition going here and uh, <laughs> and try and try and beat one or two of your records, David. I know how hard they are, though. But um, do you mind, David, if we do try and go after a, a couple of records, do you mind if we if we check back in with you every now and then just to see how we're going and, and if we do, um, you know, eventu- eventuate to, to break any records? Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. That's Beautiful. great. Well, David, thank you so much. The Bromley Lynch listeners will be um, thrilled that we've been able to put a voice to to the name and the voice to the image of the the, the record breaking king. So thank you so much for joining us. Hey Sam and Josh, it's been a pleasure. Good luck in your record breaking, and for all your listeners, good luck in being successful at whatever you want to do in life with a growth mindset. If you want some uh, advice, you can check out my website, davidrushforstem.com. I got a YouTube channel that publishes all the records, David Rush Record Breaker, and then I have a book that's available on Amazon in. Um, in Australia, breaking records, 21 lessons from 21 world record attempts. Go to check it out. Well, Love if that. they're anything like the Guinness Book of World Record books, they'll be flying off the shelves. Thank you very much. All right, for you folks us, have David. a good day. So yeah, there you, David. Bye. Okay, one phrase: battery charger. Oh yeah, <laughs> David Rush, battery charger. He is Josh. He's but the thing I love about it is he's doing it for there's a, there's a purpose behind it. Oh, it's yeah. not just so he's. Uh, signaled as this 
record-breaking machine, mm-hmm. which he is. Don't worry about that. He, I think he underplayed that. But he <laughs> he is doing it for a purpose, and that is to um, create a growth mindset and let people know that they can achieve anything they put their mind to. Promote, well, Sam. He's pr- promoting good mental well-being. He's promoting... Uh, a lust for life, yep. a challenging, striving for striving a goal, striving for goals. No matter if it's marshmallows in the mouth, t-shirts while you're running, cutting grapes with a samurai sword while bal- balancing on a on a board. Exactly right. It's hard enough to cut one with a knife. It is. So, Sam, I just think, I think you got to be competitive. But I think, did you feel the sense of, I don't want these two to sort of go after the balloon, go one. after the balloon one, balloon on the face. It's 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 funny. Because that's the one that stuck out to me. We didn't ever have a conversation. I think that was because it was one of the first ones we saw of, of David. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was, it was was f- funny. It's like listening to the first song of your favourite band yep. years and years ago. That's always going to be your favourite song. Yeah. yeah. So let's go after that, Josh. We're going after it. And how kind it is of David to join us today. So we, we Le- thank him so much for that. Yeah. Legend. Actually, we should follow, um, like get the people to subscribe to his YouTube. Because it is a it's good, good watch. It's, it's good, a good watch. Good viewing. Rabbit hole. So Josh, we're at the age now. Bricks and mortar, white picket fence, yep. the Australian dream. Yep. Uh, you got to get a house, yep. and who's going to help you get a house, especially in the Ballarat region? Jealous Craig, Jealous Craig, Jealous Ballarat. Craig Ballarat. Sam, they're local people, local guys who who know what they're doing in terms of helping people get into that property market. Okay, especially in a difficult time, yep. as we're finding out now. It's tough. Yeah. It's bloody tough. Putting all your pennies together to try and buy a house. But Sam, they don't just help with that. They help with renting, yep. they selling. selling, they'll get people in, they'll, they'll put a roof over your head. Okay? Oh, and Josh, they've actually come on as our first ever sponsor. How good is that? Which means that maybe we'll be able to afford a house. And maybe they will give us one. That would be great. If we keep doing these ads. Yep. For Jealous Craig, maybe we'll get one step closer to that house on the lake, Sam, on Lake Wendoree. For all your property needs, please support the team that supports us. Jealous Craig, Ballarat. Sam, we've got a very special guest today. We do. We say this every week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but very yeah, special. Very special guest. We've now got... Uh, there's another podcast that we both listen to, The mm. Imperfects. We've had Ryan. We've yep. had Hugh. We finished with the main man, <laughs> Josh Van Collenberg. Okay. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm very good. I've never, ever, ever been introduced as a very special guest. So, And in fact, I don't think I've ever been introduced. This might be the first podcast <laughs> I've ever done. Well, um, for those, you are Josh Van Collenberg. Yeah. So that's your introduction. <laughs> yeah, there you Thank go. You. Um, I'm, I'm feeling a bit fragile and sleep deprived because I've just had... A second child, uh, August, who was born a few weeks ago. Yep. Well, I didn't. My wife did. But <laughs> we've been dealing with that. And then I am a bit of a um, – I'm a massive nuffy for the strokes. The oh, yes. And, yeah, and I, uh, and I went last night uh, oh, wow. to the gig. Yeah. And, yeah, and so I had a few to drink and really enjoyed the gig. Yeah. And then I got home and I was so excited about it that I just couldn't get to sleep. Yeah. So I reckon I've got about two hours sleep. It's, yeah. There's something in the um, the Van Kylenberg family and coming onto the Bromley Lynch about not sleeping before. <laughs> it must be like Chris. It must be like it's just to be nervous. honest. It's like Christmas Day for yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas to be honest, Day. It, a part of it was nerves as well because you know how you think your worst thoughts about yourself at like the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last yeah. night for me. Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we can go into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was so I was lying. Like I was thinking at three thirty. I was like, you've. 
you're going like this is the first time anyone's invited me on a podcast. I'm like, you've butchered it. You've like, you've gone out, you've gotten pissed, you've disrespected <laughs> yeah. these guys. You're going to turn up and not be able to offer no. anything. Yeah, and was just going in this negative cycle of you've ruined it. So yeah. nervous about this, but uh, hopefully I don't. Please don't be nervous. No, don't, well, how was the strokes? Incredible. How were they? Yeah, incredible. But I am like. It's almost like a religious fervor that I have for them. So I'm never going to say a negative thing. I'm actually going to them in, on s- Thursday in Sydney as well. Really? I, I was speaking yeah. to someone and they said, you know, it feels like we're back. It's like, mm. you know, because of COVID and everything. Oh, yeah. But I, I'm just now, I'm probably, I've been told that about 20 times this year. You know, now we're back. You know, <laughs> crowds at the footy, now we're back. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've goal on the siren, now we're back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how many signs do we have to know that we're back? That we're back. I mean, I personally, I was back last night. Ah, it was the first yeah. gig I've been to in, I reckon, four years. And not sleeping. And not sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in career best. What was it? <laughs> Ready to go. You are flying. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've done, are you a big music fan? Yeah, love music. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did some stalking. Oh, right. I hope that's all right. No, that's fine. Meredith Music Festival, have you been to that? I have. Yes. Beautiful. We love Meredith Music yeah, Festival. Well, and how so, did you find that? <laughs> well, I'll just look back right in the archives. Oh, uh, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you got a favourite act that you've had there? I always love asking at this. Yeah, at, love asking this question. Uh, and just quickly before you do answer, Meredith, for those uh, yeah, good not knowing, is a was started out as a very small, intimate sort of gig about – Third, oh, about 80 k's from Melbourne, I yeah. reckon it is, yeah. um, just near Geelong. And it's turned into a very large 30-year uh, running festival that has ten to 15,000 people going, yeah. but still has that ability to feel very intimate. Yeah, and an official no dickhead policy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like which... this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, probably Beach House. Okay. I think. Yeah. Or... Uh, rat, uh, Ratatat Ratatat Were really good Yeah, But probably Beach House For just them Yeah We got Me and mate decided We're going down the front Oh yeah Get right on the And we got there And found this little pocket On the um, On the rail that There was just no one there So it was just like Right at the front And space Which I, you never get I can't yeah. do the front I'm not a mosh uh, man Yeah At all At all I like Back right yeah, I can sort of see everything. Yep. I'm a teacher. I like to see everything. <laughs> okay, if you sort of She's isolate yourself into one part of the classroom, you don't know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean? Well, see, I mean, because I'm getting, I'm getting on a bit, and I last night I didn't know if I was going to be want to go down the front because mm-hmm. I'm usually a down the front kind of yep. guy. Yeah. Um, and I sat back last night, and I think on Thursday I'm going to have to go down the front. Yeah. Yeah. To even it out. We love that because I felt like the song. Now we're going really into de- – you can cut all this stuff out. But The Modern Age came on, which is an amazing song, and we really got into that. And I found myself getting lost in the gig at that moment. So I think the more you give, yeah. the more you get at a gig. Yeah. So you really got to dance. Oh, we love dancing. Yeah. We do love dancing. Oh, yeah. um, now, we, we do uh, have our guests come for the quiz. Now, yeah. we do hear we've, – we've got a bit of intel on you that you do enjoy the quiz. The Saturday Specifically age. the, oh, the yeah. Saturday Age quiz. Big time. And say so you're pretty good at it. Is that right? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I really, I enjoy it a lot. Is it a routine thing? It's a, whenever I go to my parents, it is. Yeah. We don't get the age at home. Now, where was Hugh on the, when you went to the parents? Because he was absolutely dreadful <laughs> at the quiz. <laughs> we've all got, we've all got a special, special areas and yeah. things that we're good at. And I don't think quiz and trivia is, although sports trivia, he'd be very good Yeah, he's good, good at, at sports trivia. And I'm deplorable at sports trivia. So is is there sports trivia as part of this? You'd, you'd be good at a trivia night then because you'd have one We'd, <laughs> aspect that you're good at and then Hugh just jumps in with the, the, the cricket and sport. Yeah, potentially. I mean, we've never been to a trivia night. But maybe that's 
Maybe we should all go. Maybe Maybe we we should, yeah. I, I like this. We yeah, should, we should definitely go to a trivia night. That would be unreal. Let's be friends. Did <laughs> <laughs> so we just I'm, become best friends? I'm feeling the connection. Yeah, 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 I'm feeling absolutely. the connection. Now, uh, we're going to get into the quiz. We do it like a quiz night. You do it as a table. So okay. we, oh, we right. are a yep. team. It's not just me versus Sam versus you, Josh. Okay. It's it's a team effort, which we love. Yeah, unreal. Um, and there's a c- different... Um, categories yep. And the categories That we start with Are Affairs that are current Yeah Okay You ready? Nervous but ready You're nervous? Yeah Everyone gets nervous I know Probably the no sleep factor so It doesn't help <laughs> But just the way you said it, it felt like the air Just kind of Yeah I know. Out of the room. That's what we do It's, it's like the Eddie Maguire <laughs> yeah. Have you been a millionaire? What, are, what is it called? Have um, you been a millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no But I spent all my money <laughs> I was once. Oh, that's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Have you? Been, hey, I'm nervous. <laughs> have you been a millionaire? That's, been... <laughs> that's a good show. That's a yeah. good show because what the a... hell would you do to fuck that up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 sort of um, Question one: A Russian chess robot made news this week. What for? Okay, Russian chess robot. I can't say it's sure. a friendly thing. <laughs> do you think? Yeah. No. <laughs> Russia's not making many good news stories at the moment. <laughs> no, um, the only thing, nothing surprises me about this sentence. Russian chess robot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the obvious thing is it won, like it beat a human. It's got to have... But computers have beaten humans in chess in years, haven't they? They beat me. Maybe my they my bet- six-year-old nephew beat me at chess last year. Very intelligent. I'm a terrible start because I got no idea what the I reckon it's is. something like beat the best in the world. Yeah. Like beat the best chess player in the world. Okay. Should we lock maybe it, it did because it's a robot. Maybe it had multiple games going. Oh, like it maybe it had between. a. Oh. Maybe so, it beat a certain amount of chess geniuses. Yeah. Can we let's lock something like that in? Yeah. We was playing a game of chess against a seven-year-old and broke the child's finger. That's, <laughs> That's very <laughs> Russian. What the hell? <laughs> The incident occurred because child violated safety rules by taking turn too quickly. The child did. Say. Yeah. It's the child's fault. Yeah, the child's the fault. The child's fault. <laughs> so break its finger. Let's blame the seven-year-old. Just, you know, just give the kid lifetime trauma. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> very, that's very Russian. We are zero of one. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Question two. <laughs> Please don't apologize. <laughs> Kylie Jenner recently made headlines for posting an Instagram about uh, an Instagram about Instagram. That's a tongue twister. What was she saying? So she said something on Instagram about Instagram. So um, we're saying negative. We're saying something negative. Do you Kylie think? Jenner doesn't pop up in the age super quiz too no. often. No. So again, <laughs> um, yeah, it's surely it's something negative that people have been. Um, yeah, this is a tough a one. I know that was it. So her was it Kylie who put? Her and her boyfriend well, put something up about they're about to catch a 12-minute plane ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would be this because there's that whole thing of like they've uh, been listing all the uh, you know big celebrities doing a 20-hour flight, 20-minute flight. So yeah, that's and right. And the they planet. and like they're like, which one should we take? Yeah, and they had both of their yeah, private jets. That's that's got to be it. Yeah, let's go. But it was like about that. Instagram. But it was about say? Instagram. So what are they saying about Instagram? What's happening with Instagram? <laughs> let's get Zuckerberg on the phone. <laughs> No, I don't think he's here. All right, let's, well, let's. I, I don't know what else. They're always making news. All right, so something about a plane. Yeah. Do you want to go that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, defamation. <laughs> <laughs> Make Instagram Instagram again. 
Mm, what? Trump so the post has been shared widely on Instagram due to user backlash at the rise of suggested and promoted reels that now feature on the timeline to try and counter TikTok's fame. So she's sick uh, of the reels popping up. Yeah, right. Oh, I don't okay. mind the reels. I don't mind the reels. Are you, you big in the social media game, Josh? Uh, no. I, I mean... No, definitely not. I don't post much. I post a couple of stuff for my podcast. Yep. But since I've been in a bad place, since having this new baby, I've been sitting there on my phone so much trying to get him to sleep. Yeah. And it's it's a bad thing. I'm going down the hole and lots, watching a lot of Instagram reels and I'm not proud of myself. You know what I really admire about uh, you and Hugh? Sorry to throw you in the same basket. But no, that's fine. you're very honest about parenthood and the challenges oh, yeah. that, that um, I suppose come up with parenthood. Yeah. Why why is that? Um. Oh, I think it's. I think I we both try to be honest about everything, really. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's so all-encompassing parenting, and I think it would be a disservice to not be honest to yes. people about it. Um, because it's like, yeah, it's the absolute best thing I've ever done, but it's bloody hard. Yeah, I, I love it when you're with parents like of of young kids, and they're just like, take the kid, you know, they, they <laughs> yeah. shove you the kid, and you're like. Then, you know, they don't love every part of this. <laughs> and I admire that. Yeah. yeah, That's great. The Tour de France. So where's zero? Of so this is a bad start. I know. This and is what you I like. You prefaced this by me you're trying to improve the family name. <laughs> yeah. And you've got a Tour Doing de a good France. Job I can tell you now I'm not going to know the answer uh, to this. The Tour de France re- finished recently. What nationality was the winner? Now, I know I for like a I fact can... that Sam will know this. Uh, Sam, Sam like really likes bike riding. I feel like... I hadn't haven't actually paid as much attention to the tour this year as I have in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was it was a van something, and I think he was van Danish. Uh, yeah, <laughs> van um, well, that would be Dutch. Well, no, but I don't think he's Dutch. Okay, no, it's I think he's Danish. Right. Oh, so I don't know if he was van, but he was definitely. Danish? I think he was. I think he was um, Danish. Okay. Okay. Let's go with that. I think I'm wrong. But no. it was Sam, it's up to you. Yep. <laughs> Look at this uncertainty. He's Danish. He's Danish. Danish. Awesome. Danish That's tart. Right. Beautiful. Vingegaard. Sorry, he was a V, not a V. Ah, okay. yeah. He's a vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> Danish vinegar. Yeah. Um, do you like vinegar? Yeah. Who doesn't love vinegar? I love vinegar. It's, it's yeah. very interesting what we, you know, we're talking about challenges of parenthood and then asking if you like vinegar. <laughs> it really jumps around. I mean, it it's does. We don't know what we are. <laughs> <laughs> Help us. <laughs> uh, oh, that's too good. So we've got one. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah we yeah. are one of three. Yeah. One How many questions? There's ten. 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 Okay. We can, what's a good, have you ever had ten out of okay, ten? Okay. So, so in the past, um, for example, I think Ryan Shelton was around seven. six or seven. Six. Right. Uh, Hugh was about a Three. Three or four. Okay. Um, right we have we've had some very, four. very high scores recently. Right. Um as high as eight. eight. Aurelia yeah. and Caden. Yeah. Uh McDonald were around eight. So <laughs> we need a three. We, we need a ladder. You know, yeah. did you yeah, ever watch Top Gear? Top Gear yeah, 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 yeah. Stick, yeah. whatever his name yeah. is. So question four, entertainment art and sport. Which of these Triple J Hottest One Hundred winners has the most listens on Ooh. Spotify? Ooh. Vance Joy Riptide. Yeah. Goitje, somebody that I used to know. Mumford and Sons, Little Lion Man. Oh, shit. What's your gut telling you? Vance Joy. Really? Mine's, mine's uh, Little Lion Man. Yeah, same. I'm so I reckon somebody that I used to, used to know was a bit early for Spotify. A bit early for Spotify. I agree. So I would have missed its, its, its peak. 
Um, and Little, little Lion, Mumford and Sons are a bigger band, you would yeah. have to say, than Vance Joy. Vance Joy is very popular, but mainly in, I would say, Australia and whatnot. Yeah, I reckon Riptide had a pretty big American, because like Taylor Swift had him oh. support her on tour. So that would have got him a few, what do they call them? Sw- uh, Brownie points. No, no I, I, I don't believe they call them. <laughs> Swifters. Yeah. Ah, Swifties. And they're a big, yeah. they're a big thing. I think, but I reckon it's um, Little Iron Man. Do you know, we'll go with that. Let's we'll go with it. In. Oh my God! Was it Vance Joy? Was Vance Joy? Oh, Can you believe shit. that? One billion. It wasn't even close, Mumford and Sons. Really? One point five billion. Bloody wow. hell! Wow. Chair, one point one billion, and oh. Mumford and Sons five hundred oh, million. Oh God! That's this ridiculous. Is a Sorry, guys. No, no. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> hate to say I told you so. <laughs> no, that's all right. We're one of. This, now, you're a freelance photographer or yep. filmmaker. Where does that sort of passion come from? Uh, ooh, good question. I Thank you. I don't really. I mean, I, I kind of got into it because my when my grandmother uh, passed away, she, like, I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. And, I, and a few weeks before she passed away, she said, you should be, you're a very good photog- photographer. You should do that for your job. How old were you? Uh, twenty, yeah, I reckon. Wow. And then, um, and and then there was a, she a, a, like a little bit of money from her after she passed away, and I used that to buy my first like camera. Oh, that's and lovely. Lenses and stuff, and so I guess that's where it started as a career. Um, but yeah, I I I do it, but I'm not. I don't know if I'm very good at it. <laughs> I do it <laughs> like it's a job, and I, I think I enjoy it. It's a great job. It's like it's a wonderful job to have. You get to meet interesting people, but. I'm not sure I'm actually that good at it. So or that creative. What is a like a joining a podcast like the Imperfects? What, I suppose done. What what's it joining a podcast like the Imperfects done for you? Like what do you oh, get out of it? Well, that's that's a different story, I think, because that's like really I. It's the most enjoyable thing I've ever done, wow. and it's like doing something with your brother, um, and then also getting to know Ryan Shelton through it, who I think is potentially the funniest man. Maybe in the world. Yeah. yeah. So funny. being able to do something with those two and then just the way it's – it's such a – we just sort of started as a thing to do and then probably similar to you guys, you're just mm. doing it because why not? Yeah. Mm. And then it takes on a life of its own. It does. Um, and so I'm looking hopefully to start doing more of that as a real focus because it's just – it's so rewarding. And the, the, some of the feedback and engagement we've had with listeners is like it's – Something else. I didn't know it was possible, and it's been just an incredible experience. Is that the beautiful thing when you do hear from others? Yeah, it's um, it's really important to not get complacent because we're lucky enough that we've it's connecting with quite a few people. Yeah, you get these messages about what it's doing for people uh, and getting them through tough times, mm. and it's it's just um, it's what like if you got one of those, the whole thing would be worth it. Yeah, and we're getting quite a few now, and it's um, it's just so wonderful to be a part of something that's connecting with people yeah well i'm an avid listener i love it oh absolutely thanks. love it thank um, you very much we're really changing tracks here because we're going to ask a question about Stephen bradbury <laughs> uh, so, question five <laughs> Stephen bradbury <laughs> famously won a gold medal at the winter olympics in a short track speed skating event what distance was the race three thousand that rings a bell Does is that know? the most iconic yeah Image. That has to be one of the most iconic images, doesn't yeah. it? 
It's so. Have you, when's the last time you've watched that? I watch it once a year. I yeah, say. I reckon I do too. Uh, unfortunately, I don't pay attention to what the distance is. Yeah. But I watch it. I only watch the last 20 seconds. That's all that matters. But it's so good. It's, it's amazing. It's better every time you watch it. Watching like the other competitors crawl. Yeah. Like, crawl, <laughs> crawl. Yeah, exactly. He, just, like, he comes through just like this beautiful. Like, <laughs> yeah. The thing is about that. He is, like People it. say like, you know, oh, what are it? That part of it is staying up. It's staying up. Tortoise right. in the hair. It's part yeah. of the game. Yeah. Tortoise in the hair. It is. Yeah, well, that was his tactic, wasn't it? Stay well, back yeah. far enough to not get He in stayed up. Yeah. 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 And the other guys are just like, trying to scratch for the, I think there, it, There's one of them that like, yeah, tries to like, reach for the line. Like, he's trying to... <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it's too good. Um, I, I reckon it's 3,000. 3,000? All right, let's go with that. i got no They're idea. Bloody quick. Yeah. It's short track. Short track. 3,000? I reckon that's a bit long. You reckon? Oh, or maybe a, a bit, maybe a bit long, actually. Now that you say it, a thousand. Know, maybe it was like ten thousand or something. Really, oh, marathon man. Have you ice skated? No. Ten thousand would that be hard. <laughs> okay. That would kill your ass. Be killing. I'm pretty sure it's forty k's. Forty k's. Jesus, marathon. I think it could be a thousand, like a speed skating, like quick. Get it over and yeah. done with. Do we want to yeah. go like we do, Josh, and go with our guest? Yeah. What would you like to go oh. with? So Jeez. it's sort of just putting I mean, more on you I haven't now. done you wrong thus far. Um, <laughs> I hope you, three came to you pretty quickly. Okay. How can we go with what okay. what popped into your head quickly? Right. 1,000. Oh. There's pure disappointment We're in this close. room. At the moment. We're one and one. From uh, no, we are. <laughs> this, we're going to do a Stephen Bradbury. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, good. So That's the answer is yeah. 1,000. Yeah. Uh, going into the Olympic final after consulting his coach, Bradbury's strategy was to cruise behind, like you said, uh, his opponents and hope they crash, which turned out, what a, what a race what plan. A, yeah. mm. We are one of five. Now, going back to the imperfects, now I'm a teacher. Now, if I was to talk about the dynamic of, of you three, Ryan, Hugh and yourself, I'd say like it happens in the classroom a bit. You know, you've got Ryan, humour. Yep. Lots of lo- comedic comedic relief for yeah. the teacher. Then you've got Hugh spitting out all these sporting facts, like talking about the weekend and how good that mark was in the in the AFL game. But yeah. also he's sort of like the focal point of the podcast, would you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But then you've got you sitting up the back and you're like <laughs> taking it all in. You don't say much for the whole entire class. Yeah. But then you ask a question. That completely rattles the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as a teacher, it's like sweaty armpits. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're padding, you're like looking up on Google. What am I got here? Like you just ask that deep question. You're like, yeah, I've got no idea what, what, what answer you want. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Yeah. Am I right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I could, because I wasn't initially supposed to be part of the show, I was just on the decks for want yeah. of a better term. <laughs> just um, DJing. Yeah, just DJing. Um, <laughs> And then I just kind of wanted to ask questions because I had things that were popping into my head and then yeah. it sort of just evolved. But it was, yeah, I, I guess that's probably the role. I think Hugh's like the storyteller. Yeah. Yep. Ryan's a comedy and more. he's more than that. He's like everyone, head, no. everyone does more than their simple description. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I think things pop into my head and I'd ask them. Have you always been like a curious mind? Because like the questions you do ask, it always seems that you are just listening, taking it all in, and then you're asking a question purely out of curiosity? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think curiosity is like one of the most important things about life. Really. Yeah. Like I think to be curious is – like if you're not curious, you're missing out on so much You are every day. So I think it's like one of the, one of the most important things. So if I am 
if I'm able to be curious, then I'm, that's a massive compliment. So thank you. Beautiful. Love that. We're right. We're right. No, Question I think, six. I think, we can, I think we can get this one. Okay. Australian basketballer Luke Longley <laughs> yeah. won three NBA championships from 1996 to 1998 with which team? Oh, Bulls. Bulls. Yeah. Chicago Bulls? Chicago Bulls. Chicago yeah, Bulls. Yeah. Did you watch The Last Dance? Uh, I watched the first couple of eps. He didn't feature in it, though, did he? No. no. That was the controversy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was yeah. a controversy for Australia. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if Ma- I don't think, I don't think Michael Jordan thought about it too much, to be honest. <laughs> Who was that big white guy I played with again? Uh, Luck. Luck, I think his name was. <laughs> uh, uh, what I watched was incredible. Yeah. 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 It's Chicago Bulls. Yeah. We yeah. Got it. Great. Two. Yeah. Love it. Two. Quite a few sport questions. Four, six. It's, it's been I wish there was more. Uh, Bradbury, <laughs> no. It's been a Bradbury and a Longley. Yeah. yeah. Two. And a Tour de France. Oh, yeah, and a yeah. Tour de France. Oh, so it's three. No, no, two. Sorry. Yeah. History, geography, Just trying. Josh, your question. Yep. What's starting with F is another name for fruit sugar? I think it's fructose, fructose isn't it? Yeah, fructose. I should know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that, that didn't necessarily spring to mind. Then. I think it's fructose. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure fructose. I, re- I, I reckon it is too. Yeah, it's fructose. Great. Yeah, right on. We're on. Good. We're on. All forms of fructose, including fruits and juices, are commonly added to foods and drinks for palatability and taste enhancement. Well done, Sam. Good reading. Thank you. Yeah. No worries. Now, film. Have you made a film? Uh, no. You haven't. No, no I've made. Like little short films, but not... No, like a short film. Okay, so oh, you've made short films. Yeah, like at uni and uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to think if you made a film, I was going to ask you what your like favourite film is. But I'm going to ask you anyway. What oh. is your favourite film? Oh, what that he's done? No, no. <laughs> well, he hasn't favorite, done any. Probably the one short film I made. <laughs> one. You're the Luke Longley of the <laughs> yeah. filmmaking world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, favourite film. I love fil- Josh... And saying film is, uh, you know, Makes very, it, yeah. very uh, yeah. educated. <laughs> what film do you love? Yeah. I used to say the film Magnolia. Oh, is that with um, John yeah, C. Riley yeah. and uh, is it John? Someone and Tom Cruise and yeah. yeah, it's a bit of an ensemble cast. I watched it at uni and it absolutely floored because I did film studies at uni and it floored me. And there's a scene in it that just had me in tears, like I was a mess. Yeah. And I was like, please don't turn, because I was like first year uni, please don't turn on the lights. This better not be. And luckily, <laughs> there was like 40 minutes left in the movie. I'm going to wipe the tears away. There's some dust in this room. <laughs> yeah. that's, like, that's like me with cool runnings and they're carrying the, the bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> How empowering. And, the, and they start clapping. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. That is good. But yeah. I've only watched it once, so I don't think I can, like I watched it that one time and it floored me and I haven't watched it again. So I don't think I can claim that as my favourite. I don't I, I think you I'm still sorry, can I'm because sometimes movies they take it out of you like emotionally yeah, yeah. and Boy, physically. Boy, it's really good. The oh. Taika Waititi movie. I have that. not seen That's that. That's an absolute cracker. Boy. All right. Yeah. Boy. Recommendation. Yeah. Josh, what's your favorite movie? I think Remember the Titans. Oh yeah, cracker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going back. Tearjerker. Tearjerker yeah. like there's as only you get older though. The yeah, car, there is only one Gary Bertier. <laughs> um like he, Denzel. Yeah. Yeah, Denzel just being a boss. Love yep. that. Totally. Um, but yeah, I just loved it from a, like a young age. But I think you can learn so much from it also. Yeah. You can. Sam, what's yours? Uh, favourite movie? Yeah. I love The Blind Side. I haven't seen it. No. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I watched it after Meredith. Whoa. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Blind Side of you. Oh, yeah. Eating a bucket of chicken yeah. in bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a fragile yeah. state. <laughs> Absolutely. 
History, geography, science. What do you like with your science, geography, history? Geography, pretty appalling. So hopefully it falls in the history or science category. I might be okay. It's geography. geography. Biram is the traditional name of which Australian river? Now, I feel like that is the Yarra. That's the Yarra. Yarra. You've got Birung Ma. Yeah, I reckon we're pretty sure it's the Yarra. Quick on that. Quick on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Yarra. Beautiful. Beautiful. Originally called Birung by the Wurundjeri, the current name was mistranslated from another Wurundjeri term in the... Boon Warung language. Oh, right. Yes. History, geography, science. Where are we? Are four? Yeah, four of eight. Four of eight. So, so this is the Bradbury sort of story. Yeah, yeah. Wet okay. sail. We're coming yeah. home with a wet <laughs> yeah. sail. Is this to beat Q? If I get. Yes. We, yes. we get. Sorry, we yeah. get. Is there much of a. Yeah, what's, is, what's the com- competition like oh, between the pretty two? Pretty minimal. We're like. We've actually never. Do you guys. Did you guys fight a lot? Oh, my up? God. We had some big punch ons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Physical. Yeah. Very physical. Well, it got there a couple of times. Got a few times. Yeah, yeah. right. I remember, can I just tell a story? Yeah, please. So Josh was trying to kiss the same girl that I was trying to kiss <laughs> once. And we were, I was pretty old actually. Like we're in our 20s at this point, which is pretty <laughs> disgraceful. But um, I, we took, we went out, the, we'd had a few sherbets. Yeah. And uh, I was, I had a bit of a head of steam. And he just, we'd just been on a trip to America and he really annoyed me the whole trip. Like, you know, when you just hang out with your brother yeah. too long and it's just like everything that they do is just annoying. And we hang, we spend far too much time together. To the point where one of our best mates, Sam Sure, had to take us out for dinner when we were in America and like try and be like a mediator. Yeah, like it? a mediate, like really? what's going on. Because it was awkward for the group yeah. in a way. Oh, wow. It was. Not for me. Because I knew I was stirring the shit out of Sam, but yeah. what a brother! You know? <laughs> yeah. And we were out the front. This is so so bad. Yeah. And I we were, oh, I was mainly yelling at him, and then I punched him <laughs> in the face, and then like the this face. is uh, in the face. Can yeah. you believe that? I, I That's know. Bad. And I left, and I went to a friend's house, and I was inconsolable because I yeah, just hit yeah. my brother. I hated that I just did that. Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> And I stayed away. And then the next morning, I'm I'm like really scared to go home because I'm like, you know, I've just punched my brother. You were living at home at the time? Yeah, with our parents. Yeah, right. And um, I walk in and Josh has the Rocky theme song playing and and dressed up in a dressing gown. (laughs) Punching back. And and with a boxing gloves on. And mouth guard in. And he was like. Pretend he was really breaking the ice. That's so, unreal. Yeah. That's the only way I knew how through yeah. humor. That's <laughs> yeah. so good. Uh, what a great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Was, yeah. So yeah, pretty and competitive. Then we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we just we hugged it out. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. That's beautiful. Yeah. And no, but like the last probably eight nine years, we've grown up. Punch each other. Yeah. yeah. It's too much in the last eight years. We're more like nah. gut punches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you abnormal. Like we've never ever. I don't think we've ever had an argument. And we've never done anything phys- like wow. physical. The only, the closest we got is when I was about six, I reckon. I threw a tennis ball and hit him in the back and I felt really bad about it. Yeah. And that's, that's as bad. That's pretty, that's pretty full on shit. Wow. Man, you should have sent some time from me. Yeah. Some of his kids. Yeah. So no, we're not. You wouldn't have lasted a second. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Try a cricket ball at your back. <laughs> well, a lot of our mates have been trying to get us to like have, because none this. of us have ever. Hugh and I have never really been to fight or anything, so they want to have like a proper fight, a wrestle, like a, a wrestle. <laughs> That'd be and great. Get like a ring and Can, get people to watch. That'd it be great. Content. I would happily commentate. Oh, that would like, be good. Like, definitely. Well, yeah. we brought it up with Harry Garside when he. Was yeah, I heard that. Yeah, was, yeah. So maybe he could. Maybe I could get a few. Don't fight him. Don't Gary Garside's interview. 
was probably yeah. the most like I was the most shocked after listening to him speak. Yeah, I thought his like intelligence and oh. his in- like his own emotional intelligence was unbelievable. I've never heard anyone like. How old? Are you, how do you? Twenty-eight, and he's like yeah. twenty-four, I think. And he's it's incredible. I've never heard anyone with exactly what you're saying such knowledge of themselves and and also like openness to see what their flaws are and work on them and like I was, I was his Instagram popped up yesterday and he's put his ballet class yeah, up yeah yeah I saw that like as well. what a uh, it just makes me so happy that there are blokes out like they're like that for, so good as role models yeah so good yeah uh, Josh question nine this is, we're coming we're coming yeah. here what is the name of the helicopter that the Victorian government loans from the US as a water bomber to help fight bushfires yeah I feel like I know this I reckon this and is I feel in like the back of my brain it's Elvis oh. That, I okay, feel like it's yeah. Elvis. Are you, do you like that? that? Yeah. I like think it's Elvis. Yeah. You know, every year, unfortunately, yeah. we see Elvis come out. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you know, 40 years ago, Australians would have loved if Elvis came out. <laughs> now, it's like, fuck <laughs> yeah. off, Elvis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go back to where you come from. <laughs> it's Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Well yes. done. The this helicopter, which can hold 9,500 litres of water or foam mix, has been bought. Yeah, the Victorian government <laughs> use it. <laughs> uh, we are smashing yeah, it there. Um, Josh, you were mentioning before about how you sort of maybe even did a little Stephen Bradbury with the imperfects. Like you weren't oh, meant yeah, to yeah. be yeah. like in the position you are yeah. as a co-host. And I think you've spoken about it, like correct me if I'm wrong, about a bit of imposter syndrome with it. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Is that a continual work in progress? And, and why is it? Um, why... That's a very hard question, but it's definitely still a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was even coming on this today, like I've sort of jokingly said to you guys, like, are you sure you've asked the right person here? Yeah. And like, and I think naming it makes me feel a bit like better about it, like just being open about it. Yeah. But no, it's very much a thing. I like, we haven't recorded an episode in a while um, because we've, uh, Ryan's overseas, Hugh and I are having children. So mm-hmm. we sort of created a real backlog so we could keep releasing them. And we haven't recorded in a while. And the longer since we've been recording, the more I've started to think, do you really, like, do they, do you really need to be there? Like they, they probably got it covered without you. And it's, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's easier to talk myself out of it now and go yeah. like, no, no, you've earned your spot. Like you, you should be there. But I think it's just going to be something. Do you guys get it at all? Like uh, what you, in uh, your areas in this, life and like. Well, a little bit. I sometimes, I, I suppose I get very like. I get worried about what other people think. Yeah, I, I sure. like you know, look at these dickheads <laughs> on camera and or like on a microphone. Oh yeah, but I definitely get worried, about, but not as much as I did. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's definitely not as much. No. I must admit as well, because I have fun there. doing it. You know, yeah. like and it's what makes me very happy. Like when I'm doing this stuff, I I never think about anything else that's going yeah. on in the world. It's very, it's very weird how mm. I get that. But if I do other tasks, I'm always thinking about something else. But yeah. yes, I'm always like in the moment. Yeah, he's so in it. It's so true. It's yeah. I've, I haven't really thought of it that way, but it's so true in the podcast we do. It's like the more actually, I think I might. I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but the more I worried about imposter syndrome, that I found the only ant- antidote to it was to when I'm doing the job, just think about. Just immerse myself in the moment. Don't think about anything else and just concentrate on what's happening in front of you. Like be present and mindful of the moment. And it kind of is the only antidote. Antidote? Ant- antidote? Don't ask us about Anecdote about yeah. an antidote. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is the only thing. But no, I mean, I imagine with you guys and the little team you've got here, 
it's just because you've sort of grown this organically yourselves. Yeah. Um, it must feel incredible for you. It does. It it's um, it's definitely the favourite part of my week. Yeah, like one hundred percent. I love my teaching, and it's very purposeful at the moment. But I do like love doing this work. Coming here, um, it's just like a really good vibe, and like it's collaboration. Yeah, and, and for like a, I don't even know what the goal is. We're just having fun. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's collaboration is so good, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it I, is. I think I've tried to do things on my own way too much in my life thus far and mm. then that's one of the things about the podcast and what you guys are experiencing is when you really work on something as a team together yeah. oh. it's the rewards are so much bigger yeah You're like when you can share it all when things are going well so good yeah i love it question <laughs> 10 we are five. five we are five so i nine. reckon the average is about if six. we're putting it out it'd be like six it'd be right on six okay yeah. so we're going for average yeah going for average. which is yeah. good average that's is good sums me up uh, yeah who is Australia's Deputy Prime Minister. I have no idea. It's Penny Wong, isn't it? I can we go right. with that. Because when, when Anthony Albanese oh. first got elected, he went overseas and Penny, Penny Wong, Wong was yeah. Prime Minister. Uh, so, so is she the... Oh, hang no, on. No. She the foreign she's the Foreign Minister. She's the Foreign Minister. Yeah, this wrong. is good. This is collaboration. Yeah. Talking. Is, communication. Oh, it's... Is it that... <sighs> the dude. It's the, the dude, dude from Geelong. We should know where we're in that. Geelong. Yeah. Cameron Ling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that former mayor of Geelong. Yeah. The guy with the... Um, yeah. with oh, like Darren Lyons. Darren yeah, Lyons. Darren yeah, Lyons. Yeah, Darren Lyons. The photographer. photographer. <laughs> didn't, yeah. you, didn't you want to be Darren Lyons when yeah, you were Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's every photographer's dream. Yeah, yeah being yeah. Darren Lyons. <laughs> um, oh, shit. It's, uh, it's not Tanya, Tanya Plibersek, is it? That's a... I think you might Spell right. it. T-A-N-Y-A. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, or there's a guy that... Name escaping. I've got his Where's image. Tie, you know. Tie and suit. Yeah, yeah. Yells a white guy in a suit. Yells a lot. <laughs> Yells and disagrees. Disagrees with people. Um, let's go with Tanya. We can. I don't think it's her, but I'd like it to be her. Do you reckon it's Penny Wong? Or she the vet? Definitely the foreign minister. She's foreign minister. Who's your what favorite your all-time be? politician? Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, that's a good question. Who is your favorite? Shit. Um, Oh, but for entertainment, yeah, value. this is we're, we're about entertainment. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've spent any time watching Paul Keating insult oh. people in the early nineties. Good oh, stuff. Oh, it's, it's on YouTube. So sharp. He's oh. like, yeah, he's some of his work wit. in um, in uh, what's it called? Question Time. Yes, it's brutal, um, taking people down. And then there's also an awesome interview with him and John Laws, where he, he's explaining um, the Marbo decision, and there's. A lot of people calling up who are racist, who are like, and he just calls it's you don't hear it these days, but he just calls them for what they are, yeah. and he's like, he's just giving it to them. Those so people yeah. on the phone going like, no, no, you think Aboriginal people are worth less than white people? That's what you think, and I don't have any time for you, so go away. And just hangs up on them. Oh, and I just wish people were a bit more direct with that stuff these days. So, yeah, I mean, I can't say of any politicians, but yeah. he's pretty has pretty high entertainment value. In, have you got any? Uh, I mean, there was a point there, like, because the, when we were growing up, Ruddy was like the... Oh, yeah. You'd watch Rove. You'd watch Rove. And, yeah. like, they did the whole Ruddy thing. I think Ryan might have been a part Ruddy, of that. Ruddy, Ruddy, well. Ruddy, Ruddy, Ruddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was just, like, one that comes into mind. Not to say that I support him or yeah, anything like that. Um, but just, like, he's he's got a bit of comedic... Yeah. Not don't know if he does it on purpose, but he, he's funny. <laughs> I don't think you get a more Australian politician name than Kim Beasley. Like, yeah. it's a very Australian <laughs> it is, politician. I haven't thought about Kim Beasley <laughs> yeah. all the time. Oh, I love that game. 
the game where you have to say a name of someone that you have who is prominent and you've got to try and get them, like the people around you, like how long has it been since they've thought of it? Oh, yeah. Kim Beasley would be a while with me. So, hang on, I don't understand the game. Yeah. So you say, <laughs> so Josh said a name then, yep. King Beasley, and you said, oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, so I've got to think of someone that you haven't thought about yeah. for longer than All King right. Beasley. <laughs> Alexander um, Downer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Keith Miller. Oh, like Funky Frosty, Miller. Like Funky. Nah, Keith Miller, the cricketer from the yeah, late forties. Oh no. Nah. Okay. Is that Funky Miller? Nah, that's no, Colin Miller. That's, that's Colin. Colin Miller. Colin Miller. Keith Miller. I've never heard of him. Oh, yeah. Look up. Keith Miller is. Probably the best looking man to ever play cricket. And he was like the original playboy cricketer in the late 40s. Mm. So I've just lost the game though because you never heard of him. So (laughs) pretty pretty shit answer. But it's a good game. Yeah. Trust me. We're going to go with um, Plibersek. Tanya Plibersek. I think it's wrong, but. Richard Miles. Miles. Yeah, that's the that's the white guy in a suit I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) That's that guy wearing a suit in Canberra. Oh, five. That's. Nah, sorry, five? guys. No, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. But You're going to have to have my parents on to. <laughs> we might have to. Although they're not going to be great might. at the Actually, what we should do one day is have you and Hugh on for a oh, bit yeah. of retribution. Like yeah. a bit of like, um, mm. I don't know, like. like let's let's put like Hugh would. You know, you've just been hit for 100 off, <laughs> off, off 40 balls. Yeah. You want to come back you know, then when uh, you're fresh, six months yeah. later and after a few pre-seasons in the gym. And you want to put another 15 kilometres an hour on the ball and just <laughs> keep him at the wicket. That's not a labour analogy at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, not at all. Is there anything, Josh, you would like to promote? When's the Imperfects? Is it still going weekly? Yeah. What are you um, doing? Yeah, we're, we're releasing. That's all i got to promote, promote really, mm. unless I just promote myself. Yeah, do it. Is there, a new song I wrote? No. Actually, is there, a, is there a dream guest you would love to have on the Imperfects? Someone that you Ooh. thought, Kim Beasley, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Yeah, I guess you guys. Oh, yeah. happily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll go. We'll get right into why I punched Josh in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be good. I mean, going on brand of what I said earlier, definitely the the entire strokes would be probably oh, the yeah. dream. Oh, but yeah. that's not going to happen. I did actually message Albert Hammond Jr. on Instagram a while ago. Um, weirdly, he didn't write back. No, yeah. oh, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liam or Noel Gallagher? Liam or Noel Gallagher would be. Oh yeah, oh, that, yeah, that'd be unpacking. He'd together. Yeah, If anyone could do it, it's the imperfect. <laughs> Bring them together. Yeah, bring them back. Um, Bring the yeah. Oasis back to Oasis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, the show's going uh, till the. I think we'll have new episodes out till Novemberish. I think oh, so. We geez, you've done a lot. Yeah. We've got some awesome ones coming up. Um, so, yeah, Lovely. stay tuned. Love that. More. Do you say stay tuned for the podcast? You can stay if tuned. you want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's stay tuned. Stay, stay alert. Yeah. Stay alert. Yeah. yeah. Put the notifications on your phone. That's yeah. Something. Although I think, we, yeah. 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 Do that. <laughs> now, we want to do something different to, to close the show or close it um, today. Now, we're going to ask any guests that we have on, and you're the, the debut of this, yep. so it'll go well. Um <laughs> And we want them to bring in a quote or a phrase that we can leave the audience with. Now, Josh Van Kylenberg, what is your quote? Well, I wish I could have just reeled this off, but you did warn me beforehand. So yeah. I've looked this up. Um, I've already met, said one of his movies tonight, today. Um, Boy, Taika Ta- Ta- Another one of his movies, Jojo Rabbit, finishes with a quote by the poet Rilke, which uh, floored me when I first heard it. Uh, maybe it won't work without the context of the film but anyway the quote is 
Let everything happen to you, beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. I love it. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, then it would be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with your friends. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggestions, or to advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at Producey.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.